This week's episode of Facts of Life is being brought to you by Trizzy Trav and One Hour Business Cards located here in Houston, Texas. In a rush and can't wait on the mail? Hit up my guy, Santiago. He won't have you waiting like a snail. We over here rhyming and shining over here, you feel me? He's located at 3508 Chimney Rock Road in Houston, Texas. And now, let's get on with the show. All right, here we go. Another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and I have some special guests today. Introduce yourself, please. What up? Hey, guys. My voice is so fake right now because it's how the Kardashians sound. But <laughs> hey, guys, it's Kieran A here, right here in uh, Houston, Texas, TV personality slash model slash new member with these crazy kids right here. How you doing? Great. <laughs> Um, I well, if she's gonna give all the slashes, I'm gonna get you with the you know what I'm saying? I, I go by the name of Jers, aka Life as I see it. Oh, he's a um, friend to the podcast, too. yeah, definitely a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, we've been here before, but uh, yeah, all right. Good. Well, thank you guys for showing up today. I appreciate you. All right, so we're gonna start with a little icebreaker. All right, so the icebreaker is Would you rather use your, sorry, lose your arm or your leg? Oh, hell, I don't want to lose either one of them. But if you had to choose. Oh, damn. You you said your arm or your leg? Yeah. I'm going to be cursing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's see. Okay. Yeah, hey, yo, <laughs> you ever see Ace Ventura uh, when nature calls? Yeah. He, he was like, he was like, Bumble Beethoven. <laughs> Your balls are showing. <laughs> like, that's what you just did. Like, you, I'm, I'm gonna be cursing. <laughs> my gosh, that's a hard question. Um, if I lose my leg, I can't walk. Got a limp. I gotta be in a wheelchair. If I use my arm, lose my arm. That means I gotta lose a thumb too. So I'm like, well, dang, how am I gonna grab? How am I gonna text on my cell phone? I can't. I don't wanna use my other hand. I think I. Well, no. So it's not like you use one arm, meaning like I should have been more clear. Yes. Legs. Oh, and arms. Oh, so both. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So would you rather lose your legs or your arms? Come on, do y'all hear what Z is saying? She she's asking us a, a question about losing. It's it. real fucking life. Oh gosh, Holy it's real fucking shit. talk in real fucking life, nigga. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm gonna say lose my legs because if I lose my arms, that looks stupid as shit. I feel to me, uh, no disrespect mm-hmm. or um, anything towards those that are actually disabled. I think that I would just look weird because I would just look weird. Jerry's, what you think? What, you, what would you rather lose, arms or legs? Damn, yo. That's Remember, you got to hold a microphone when you rap. Yeah, but nah, I could. Nah, it's, it's ways around the shit. It's ways around. A headset? A headpiece? <laughs> 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 Somebody going to put the headpiece on you? I mean. Nah, damn. All right, let me just say this, right? It's so it, it's real hard for me in particular because I'm a drummer, right? So I use my legs and my arms. I mean, everybody use their legs and their arms, but like. Right. But you need both. Yeah. For that type of so shit. That shit is trash. Like, and I was a track. Like, I read track. Oh, shit. Nigga, love his legs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hold up, hold up. But I'm saying, like, 
They do got the motorized joints where you can, I mean, you can ride around and style. Man. Put some rims on the on the uh, <laughs> on the motorized. Look, shit. look at black folks. Way to turn it into a good situation where I can put I rims. Mean, I can put rims on my wheelchair. I could pimp my ride. <laughs> oh, why not? I might. Damn, yo. Fuck I it. think I'm I might have to do that. I might have to. I might have to do the legs. Oh, I ain't, I ain't lose my like. I ain't lose my nuts or nothing like that, right? I'm no. Still, <laughs> you could, I, I would say, like... I'm saying, I could, like, I could still, like, push up and, you know what I'm saying? I just yeah, got to get yeah, my upper yeah. body strength up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that. So, I'm, I'm going to say legs, too. Um, and while I, while I was talking, I was thinking, like, damn, if I lose my arms, I can't masturbate. So, <laughs> I was thinking that, too, but I don't want to say that on you. Oh, let's say, oh, say it. Yeah, fuck it. Say damn, they're going to walk around calling. I name my group is going to be legless. <laughs> So yeah, and I'm just thinking like you don't have to use like I would say like hopefully if I ever had to lose my leg it would probably be like from the thigh down. <laughs> so it's like I still oh, no. my ass and I could get oh, some no. prosthetic legs. So it's like you know I could still flex on y'all one time right quick nah, mine, on, in a long dress now. or whatever or some yeah. pants. So it's like you know you you know what's up. That's funny as hell. Seriously, <laughs> I know it's serious. I need, I need to lose it. That's a good ass. That's a good scenario. That's crazy. Yeah, I still want to have sex, nigga. So I it's like, that's why I say it needs to be the knees down because every woman still needs her knees during sex. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you she do, but at the same yeah. time, I'm just, you could yeah. lay down and get get right. You know what I'm saying, but yeah. I don't. I'm not the type to just lay down to get fucked either. So right. Yeah. This conversation just went X-rated. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every most of, I talk about a lot of Not, X-rated shit. You know what? I hate that though. I hate like the lazy. Since we on it, like the lazy just lay there. Like, come on, ladies. What is what, what is that? Like, what's that about? Yo, it's funny because today, while early, I was on Twitter and this, I was listening to this podcast and this is girl. Um, she's from Chicago. Her name is Glamazon Ty or something. So basically, she just gives sex tips. Um, so she has this video that has like probably over a million views on YouTube where she's teaching women how to ride dick. Um, and she's also tell not besides that she has other videos too as well. But it's funny because I came across somebody retweeted the video on Twitter today because she having a class like she teaches classes and shit like that or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, like it's important for women to know how to do these things because a lot of women don't know how to ride because she was teaching you the proper way and it's like it's. It, women think like, oh, yeah, I'm doing something. But it's like, the way she was teaching you, you really ain't doing shit. Like, I know how to ride. So, like, the shit she was teaching, I was like, I already knew that shit. I thought she was going to teach some, you know, some tricks over the leg, over your head type shit. But sh- some women, they really don't know how to no, that's a have fact. sex. So that's it's, a fact. It's... Funny, and it be it do be it do be funny, like cause <laughs> some joint like what too short. Bitch can't wig like that with dick in her. <laughs> <laughs> some like, women don't know. You better nah. study some porn, bitch. Yo, it be crazy, like it like. <laughs> yeah, I be thinking like Shit, yeah. I be watching porn not only like for my own satisfaction, but I be trying to figure out like okay. So is that like is that the so is it both is it twofold? So we watch porn for like. Satisfaction yeah. and have, like to learn shit. I do. I don't what know about everybody else, uh, but yeah. I watch it for satisfaction I and I, I watch it to learn new shit as well. Yeah. Even though I know what I try, what they doing, I may not be able to mm. execute it perfectly. <laughs> but I'm gonna at least attempt to do that attempt. shit. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck right. it. Why 
you making the effort. Right. You get me for effort. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you get more than that. I mean, exactly. Like, we can work on this. Exactly. <laughs> we can work on this. We but don't... the thing is, niggas would be like, oh, shit. They see you do something new, but they, they really don't. I feel like a lot of guys, they don't really care. But some guys, they, they will care, but they ain't going to teach you how to do it right because they don't know themselves. But then, if you do something that's new to them, they're going to ask you where the hell you learned that from. I was going. I thought that's what I thought you was doing because, like, yeah, you. No, could, I'm an you adult. Could, I watch porn. Yeah. Well, see, and but besides that, hell, like I was in the mood and I just I learned. It. I made. I made it up. Sometimes I do be making do shit that. up off the fly. That'll make like, me feel better. Because look, because a nigga, because a nigga, a nigga might feel like, oh, she fuck it, like, oh, some yeah. nigga that, that, that. No. Nah. I'm saying like so. Make it up. It comes <laughs> from porn and for myself, I would say it comes from porn. And so just a question. So what do y'all like? So what do y'all expect from us then as a part? Like, cause we say, all right, y'all don't know how to ride. Like, or chicks don't be know how to ride. Like they don't. I so feel like, that like when you say, what do we look from y'all? I feel like if a girl does not know how to give a man pleasure while she's on top of him, that he should be able to teach her. Mm-hmm. But they don't know. But look, some, is, some guys don't know how to position a woman because it's like, okay. we're the ones that are on top. So right. that's why I brought up the point about the Glamazon girl, because she's teaching you how to position yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're on the bottom, you really don't know. I mean, you know what's comfortable, but it's like... How do I get to that point where it's comfortable for both of both, us? Yeah, you know, yeah. so that's what she's teaching you, and that's what she like in the video. You can. But see even the in the same right, in the same right, like I. Right, so she may be teaching y'all, and y'all may learn it, and then the the motherfucker who don't know what's going on, like you so may it's not. It's up to you to teach them, right? And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. That's why people have bad sex and yeah. are having bad so sex. You, as... you should communicate while you're having sex. Exactly, or before. I like to. I, I like to send videos. Mm. <laughs> I do. I like to send videos. If I you, like it. I I'm um, into it. do tell. Wait, <laughs> tell us about the last video you sent. It's been a while, but mm. I like to send videos. Troll. Seriously. Troll. But no, but you know what's so bad about something like that is the fact that if you send it or show it, if you don't do it right, they're going to be like, man, this bitch can't do that shit. But they don't, niggas are stupid. Like, they, they don't fucking know. Like, you don't send the video, but it's like, at the same, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to do it, but it's mm. like, I'm sending it, so it's like, oh, maybe we could try this, mm. or, you know, or help around. you get excited for, you know, what we about to do. Yeah. Like, mm. that's what my intentions are with sending it. But I send, um, I was going to say, I have a Tumblr, so it's a lot of porn on Tumblr. So it's that's a lot of porn on Twitter too. It's a lot of porn on Twitter too. It's a lot of porn on Snap too. What have I? Oh, I don't listen. follow Snap. Oh my gosh! Oh, listen, now, I did some on Snap. The, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Joints be sending. Big Dick Thursday, Thursday, something like that. I would not know anything about. I'm just saying that's the point. I never. That's not on my Snap, so I don't. I don't know. But no one fucks with Snapchat anymore, anyway. Now that update is super trash. Super trash. Yeah. Sorry, Snapchat. No, we didn't even ask for that. Nobody asked for that. Right. Did you ask the people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say the you ask the people. You need to ask the people. Yeah, exactly. Niggas do not Word. respect our shit. <laughs> oh, like niggas don't care about what niggas the fuck we care. want. Niggas do not care. Niggas, oh yeah, that's a great idea. My nigga, this shit is trash. What and am I looking at? And that's another and that's funny because I was talking about this earlier about um, you know, creatives and when they get put on, they don't like to put other people on. <clears> and like I feel like there's a lack of representation with media Social media, whatever, like, obviously, you don't got young people in the room telling you mm-hmm. what the fuck is up mm-hmm. when it comes to this type of shit. Yeah. Um, Because 
that snap, it, it wasn't it. You know, it wasn't it. And I don't know who the fuck greenlit that shit, but it was go back white, to the drawing board, nigga. Some white yeah. nigga from Wisconsin. <laughs> no, back in the day, a geeky ass black mirror type nigga. <laughs> like they put like about 100 people in the room. That's <laughs> so damn silly. That's so damn silly. That's a real put 100 people in the room and say, well, take this survey. If you like this, would you like this? Would you like that? And then the higher percentage, that's what would get done. But where are they getting right. the people from? But them? where are they exactly. exactly. They're not that's getting the right people. like Family Feud. Like those answers be dumb as shit. Like I wasn't thinking of that shit. And you know they pull 100 people. Right. That's question. Don't want nobody, nobody doing that. They should say right. we asked a hundred people in Utah. Yeah. Like, what would you do if you right? Did, like you I'm saying, a Klondike boy, damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because now There's that no diversity. Yeah, that now that helps shape my response. Because like now I got to think about how a motherfucker in Utah is going to respond to this question versus right. you ask if you ask a hundred people in New York City, you might get eighty seven different walks yeah. of life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So. So Snapchat, I don't know who the fuck is in charge, <laughs> but go back. To we don't program. like you. Right. Exactly. Moving along. All right. So <laughs> I, I have a segment called "Living My Best Life." So, yeah. 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 Oh no. Okay. So. Living your best life. I'm not answering this because I answered like five times today. So, mm-hmm. oh, Jerry, I'm gonna let you go first. You sure, ladies first? You don't, you don't. Well, let me let me tell you guys. As far as living my best life, I've always wanted to just be positive at all times mm-hmm. and keep all negativity away from me. Now, this is not to say that none of us go through trials and tribulations that we go through things, but the thing is, is that if you can, I don't know if we talk about God on here, but if you can praise and worship through your um, there are bad things you're going through, then you'll always be okay. Mm-hmm. So with me living my best life, I just like to be positive and look at every situation as another way to come up and learn from something and be able to teach other people and tell other people about you know what I went through because every it may look all perfect on the ground, right. but mm-hmm. it's, it's remember the gram is just showing you the good part of what we're going through at the moment or mm-hmm. whatever. We, we put a smile on just to look good, make ourselves feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. But best best time, best best life, being positive. Eating right, working out, and uh, taking some pics for Instagram. Amen. Living my best life. Nah, word, word. I feel like, um, not to even like kind of piggyback off of your shit, but like I'm, I'm more of like just being empowered to do what I want to do. Because I feel like everybody deserves the opportunity of happiness. Like we got life and we got 24 hours in a day and you have whatever goals or dreams or ambitions or whatever it is that's in your brain that you say you want to do, you actually have the chance to do it. Mm-hmm. So just be empowered to do it. Like... Challenge yourself. If you uncomfortable, like, embrace that. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I say everybody has the right to, like, trip for 30 minutes, an hour, a day even. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, you can't live there. You know what I'm saying? You got to right. keep pushing. So, I'm living my best best life just by being empowered to do what I want to do. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to always protect my my happiness, my energy. And um, I just want to be great. Right so, on. that's it. Right on. That... We, we, gave the, we gave the best answers for the day to us. Great! Um, that's debatable. No, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get into it. Um, Quincy Jones did an interview. And if you don't know who Quincy Jones is, please... Kill yourself. Do, do you you must have been born in the freaking 2000s if you don't know who Quincy Jones is. <laughs> right, he's an icon, a legend in the music industry. So he did an interview and this is... 
shows how bad of a journalist I am. But he did it. I don't know who the interview was with. But was with did Vol- you guys read it? Yeah. Well, yeah. It was uh with Vulture magazine, and um I don't know the interviewer's name, but yeah, I did. I did read it. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a male or woman? It I was think a it was man. a guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was a man. Um, I don't think the interviewer was like good. I feel like he was scared. <clears throat> the way the way the questions were set up and his answers was like he was kind of like holding back almost mm-hmm. what he really wanted to ask. Yeah, and I, on the lowest of keys, but I think when you're when you're when you're interviewing somebody like mm-hmm. that, and I don't know how old this guy was. That's that's what I don't know. But when you're interviewing somebody like that, still a legend, like that's a lot of responsibility. You don't yeah. want to like. You know, piss them off and then it be a thing. Like, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? It. Right. You know. So I can understand walking on eggshells to a certain extent, but I don't think that, I don't think it was so much of him walking on eggshells or being scared or nervous as it was the fact that Quincy Jones just divulged a bunch of information that nobody asked him about. Right. Like, so what he, were some of the questions that were asked to Quincy Jones? Because forgive me, you guys, I did not see this interview or hear this interview. It was not. It was not video audio. It was just an article. It was a print. Basically. It was a print magazine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Article. Okay. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull up some of the questions. Um, yeah. But I wanted to address the interview. I know it's been like a couple weeks since mm-hmm. it came out, but um, for you guys that haven't heard about it, you can hear about it now. Right. So one of the things that Quincy Jones talked about was, well, the interviewer asked about rap now or music now I would say pop culture whatever um but he said that rap is the same phrase over and over and over again Hmm. how do you how do y'all well you as an artist how do you how do you feel about that um I mean there's some validity to what he's saying um it is a repetitive it's become a repetitive kind of catchphrase uh I don't want to say genre. I don't want to wrap the whole thing up about it. But nowadays, yeah, it's all about a catchy hook. It's all about, you know, a little dance or whatever. So it is repetitive. It's, it's real, like, mundane and just, like, simple as hell. A, B, C, one, two, three. Like, so I guess that's what he's talking. He's coming from that perspective because he's a musician. Mm-hmm. He's a legendary musician who's written scores, not just for artists, but... No, nope. yeah, like you know what I'm saying, written, written scores for movies and albums. So, you know, that to no disrespect, but that to like a little yachty or somebody like that is like really like, yeah, the fuck is that? Like, but that's what niggas is buying now, like, that's what niggas like because we just and I said this on my on last week, like. We live in a microwave society, so we are not comprehending or we're not taking in, you know, the Michael Jackson shit. Because it's like, you, I be listening to, like, you know, some shit, some old school shit. Like, I'll give an example. Drew Hill, for example. Mm. Like, they were saying some real ass shit. Like, um, Five <laughs> Steps, for example. That shit was about death. That song mm. was about fucking death. But mm. I didn't, I'm just now catching on as is an adult. Is that what it is? See? Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. and but they're not the rappers, and I won't say R and B singers, but the rappers nowadays, they ain't trying to tell a story. They just trying to make a quick dollar, yeah. you know. So, I I understand where he's coming from yeah. in that sense as well because niggas is niggas don't know how to play instruments. And you know, let's be clear, 
Like, yes, you're right. Niggas don't know how to play instruments. Like, I'm going to be 30 this year. And Seriously? You're like about 21. I know. I got them good jeans. You know black don't cry, baby. Come oh on my now. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with it. So, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm different specifically because, I, you know, arts, high school, all of that. But they had music in schools, though. Mm-hmm. Right. They took music out of school now. Yeah. So yeah. now music is not in school anymore. So you don't have the opportunity to be a musician because you don't have the opportunity to learn. That's right. by design, too. You know what I'm saying? They want to only give you the options that they want to give you. They don't want you to be great with whatever mm-hmm. gift that's already in you that you already possess. Yeah, they they don't they took the creativity out of school. Mm-hmm. Right. But when it comes to Quincy Jones, in my opinion, Quincy Jones was creating music in a whole nother era, which wasn't like rap. It wasn't rap. It was music. It was Motown and five heartbeats, and it was it was. R&B, soul, music. Right. So, of course, he's not going to understand, you know, the rap thing. He's old. You right. Know? It's, just, it's just like what, yeah, what Steve Harvey said. Yeah, it's just, it's like what Steve Harvey said on, on Kings of Comedy about everybody standing on stage at a, at a rap concert, mm-hmm. like 50 niggas on stage rapping, and they all saying the same thing. And when you go to basically, you're the one that's rapping it back to them. It's just like, nowadays, it's just... It is a microwave, like you said. Mm-hmm. But everybody's like saying the same thing over and over. Besides, unless it's J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. or it's Jay-Z or mm-hmm. it's Nas. Mm-hmm. That, that was a different era of rap. Mm-hmm. Now, exactly. when that era of rap was, was going on, I don't think Quincy Jones was saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that when it comes to Quincy Jones, rap and R&B soul are not the same. Right. So if you want to talk about R&B and soul... Talk about that because that's what you know about. No, mm-hmm. no offense, Quincy Jones, in my career. I'm just saying you, you, you but do, I, you do R and B soul, and then rap is rap. I think. Well, I feel like he's qualified because oh, oh definitely he's qualified. A, not saying like he's only worked with R and B artists. I feel right. like he's worked with other people. No, that, he has, yeah. and he's also like in '92 he had an album called Back on the Block, which incorporated like rap and hip hop in mm-hmm. it. We talk about 1992, so it's just a different era. It was mm-hmm. a different yeah, era. A different that goes era. to your point. It was a different mm-hmm. era, but him just embracing though the mm-hmm. idea of rap coming from just where rap know, didn't exist cool. you know what i'm saying to basically i think it's more of a respect for skill mm-hmm. you know it's skill even if you don't understand exactly what's being said or the stories or whatever you can respect the skill because i'm i'm from the hub but i didn't grow up in the projects but i can i can relate, relate to somebody who's talking about that story mm-hmm. because you have skill enough to articulate that in a way I think he's saying the level of skill has diminished to the point where now it's so repetitive and all they're doing is just all this bubblegum shit. I think mm-hmm. he's, he's speaking more to that because at the end of the day, it's always about the music. So you don't have to understand it. You're not going to understand the young shit. You're, you're 40 years, 50 years older oh, than, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're not going to understand it, but yeah. you can respect it because even me, I, I'm... I'm in, Like I said, I'm going to be 30 this year, so I'm in that age where I understand the world before the internet and I understand the world now. I understand the game in the 90s because I grew up in the 90s, but I understand the game now. I can't be such a bullhead to not be open to change mm-hmm. because I'm going to stay stagnant and I'm going to just get washed up. Right. So you have to embrace certain nuances about the game that's new and that's changed. But at the same time, you can't diminish the level of skill. Like you have to have it. It has to be a standard. And if you lower the standard overall, then it's just gonna, you're just going to get trash music. I'm you're not going to be here. About yeah. the whole change. Because change is definitely what's been happening in music. It's the inevitable. Mm -hmm. Everything has changed. Think about Mm -hmm. even when we were young, um, or just think about the 90s era in general, from 1990 to 2000. You think about fashion, and you wear, like, the girls wearing big hoop earrings, 
and you know, spray airbrush t-shirts and overalls and niggas was wearing their clothes backwards. Oh, Could you imagine yes. how but think about how our parents and think about how the parents was looking at us like, yo, what the what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Because it was new, it was changed. Yeah. Right. But you can also see that a group like TLC who embraced that entire culture that I just described, how they were immensely talented and they actually made good products. So mm-hmm. then it was like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. But niggas is not making good shit. Like, exactly. they're just like, it's just a wave. Like, <clears throat> the fucking niggas with the color. And I'm not saying, like, they shouldn't wear color here. But it's like, those type of niggas, I feel like they're not even making good music. Mm-hmm. Like, they just making shit that one that... You know, set it's Shock like yeah. yeah, it's like okay, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Mm-hmm. Like of I course I'm gonna sing that same yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like do I think it's like a masterpiece? But hell no. Do you know that he says that fifty two times it only has one verse? Yeah, I know that. One verse. Oh, I didn't know he said fifty two times, but I know he only got one verse. He has one verse. And we just walk around, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I'm going to come clean. I've never actually listened to the entire song. I only know that part because, you know, it's around or whatever. I might have heard it out somewhere, but right. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm not interested. Like, I'm not going to subject my shit the to the bullshit. Is what ca- it's what's, like, really catching. It's a dope-ass yeah. beat. The, the, the hook is first. money. Like, the hook is money. Right. Give me more. Mm-hmm. I felt that way about early future. Like not more. I felt that way about early future, though. I felt like, ah, ah, ain't what a, voila, magic, voila, magic. A hit. Mm-hmm. Joints right. be twerking and I'm, yeah, all of that. Thank mm-hmm. you. We love that. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I warmed up and actually respected his talent. I'm like, all right, no, he actually has talent, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I can separate him from somebody else who's just here for, you know, three to six months and yeah. then you, you don't hear nothing about him no more. Well, that's because the one thing about it is that a lot of these artists don't have the room to grow with their music. And that's like when Rihanna first came out. How she came out with sort of like a, a record label type music, and then when she did Good Girl Gone Bad and became, you know, started being herself, her music like really started to skyrocket because she's like a good bad girl. She's doing all the smoking and everything else, like she's being herself and making right. music, and she was not being put in the box. Right, like she was making rock and roll music. She broke she out of the box. She 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 broke out of Definitely. like like for real because. The whole pun and replay thing, it, 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 was, it was cute. It was cute. But it, it made cute. sense because she came from the island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's okay, that we got to do. Yeah, exactly. That's that one to do. But it's like, somebody said something to Jay-Z, like, yo, man. We ain't doing that. That girl, that, that girl too fire for that for that Barbados shit. She can, she's still going to make this music. <laughs> right. But she's but she too fire. She's too fire for that. that Barbados like, shit is she, funny. She's tall. <laughs> she, she's slim. She's sexy. Mm-hmm. She can cheat. She does fashion. She does all these different things. But they, they allowed her the room to grow and make her own music to mm-hmm. allow writers to come in and do their thing and that's the whole thing when it comes to the rap culture is pe- people being able to grow with their music like Migos they came out with one thing and, and now they've sort of expanded from that they, it's still sort of the same mm-hmm. as far as how, how they like the how they repeat things but it's still like they still grow like the, the new song mm-hmm. which uh, one stir fry stir fry yeah. that's different that at, at first mm-hmm. I didn't like it because Clearly. it was, it was something different for me because I'm like <laughs> I saw your twitter at first I didn't really well, I, I still I'm still like catching on to it mm-hmm. but the beat is so different for them it's Pharrell though but it's Pharrell it's, it's Pharrell yeah, see, Pharrell has a way oh, of now bringing. Oh, he's yeah. like now I, I hear. Feel like he's very uh, futuristic. Ph- 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 Pharrell has a has he's a certain just, style. Yeah. He has a certain yeah. style. So now you said, I think about it, and, and you know what's crazy? Music, not, it's not music. Not yeah, and I just said now I just want to listen to it all because I haven't listened to it all the way through. Yeah, and I just say that I want to listen to it all the way through just to hear what else Pharrell put on the beat because before the beat even ends, he'll add some different shit. That shit, come on. Uh-huh. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh. and it's like it's not even saying like you know Migos like they the 
the best lyricists mm. or whatever, mm. but it's like they know what the I fuck really, to really do. respect Migos. You know, it took last year. I didn't respect them like really until last year when they cult when Culture One came out. Mm-hmm. Now maybe I was caught up in the atmosphere because the Super Bowl was out here last year. The album dropped a week before the Super Bowl. Bad and Bougie was the biggest song in the world. Still it like was it. just a good vibe. Yeah. But when I that was the first time I ever listened to Amigos album. I'm like, I could never picture myself listening to Amigos album. But it was a great album. Like it really was. It was a great For album. Their first album, yeah. No, that wasn't their first album. No, it wasn't. It wasn't their first it album. Wasn't, it, was, nah. it, was, it was like the first one that was probably like I they put on mixtapes before. No, they did mixtapes. They did mixtapes. Mix no, but they, they had albums before. Mm-hmm. They had okay, albums before. I didn't know that. I thought this was their first. I think album. this was yeah. like their first label album, right? Label. Don't even give me. It, I just know it wasn't their first album. Okay, but it was a really is, good album. It was the that, first album, Migos album look, I listened to. I know it was my first time hearing Migos. I, I thought the whole group was Gucci Mane. I didn't even know that it was a group. I thought it was one person. I am not gonna lie. I yeah. thought it was one person. And every time I, I did think people, it was one person. I, I thought it was one person. I thought I thought it was Gucci Mane for the whole time. And then I then I was told that Gucci Mane signed them or discovered them or something. And I was yeah, like, fucks with Gucci. And, they, yeah. and, and when they said Migos. Uh, Migos, how many of them is it? It's three of them. I said, are you freaking kidding me? It's mm-hmm. three people in one group. Mm-hmm. But now, now they all sound different because mm-hmm. they, they grew and they found their own voice. Right. So the first song that go. really did it for me though was Fight Night. That's when I was like, okay, this is different because again, I had liked you know some of the other songs when I heard it, but I wasn't checking for it. When I heard Fight Night, I'm an artist, so I always like, oh, I'm gonna do this shit over, like you know what I'm saying? Like that was one of the first songs. I, but when Fight Night hit, I'm like, okay. The movement has grown to just whatever little hits they had before that. Like mm-hmm. and then just again, like just me respecting them for their talent. And I think that they have a sound that they made the entire game try to copy. So that's what I salute them for. Like everybody's copying them. The heba the heba the heba that's Migos. Like that's their shit. They got they are responsible for the way that the game sounds. So I can't be mad at them. They set the tone. Mama. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. I mean, not saying that like, other people have it, like, but it's like their ad libs are very distinct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that's Cookie. Migos. You exactly. gonna know, you gonna right. know who their mama is. They all love their own mama. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's my mama saw me on Jimmy Kimmel. Mama. Exactly. All right. All right. Um. So now that we're talking about the Migos. That's a perfect segue. Um. I had the question about Cardi B because mm. I. I feel like I really resonate with Cardi B (laughs) because, and I'm not saying like I came from nothing, but it's like, I'm trying to make it in this industry and I don't know what her story was before Love and Hip Hop, but what she portrayed on Love and Hip Hop is like, okay, I was a stripper and I'm out here trying to make it. And it's like, granted, I'm not a stripper, but I'm out here. I did it one time. Um, <laughs> look, 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 keep on, keep it Do going. tell. I mean, it's on another yeah, episode of podcast. Do your history. Yeah. Yeah. Do your history. Make sure, make sure you, 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 you bring, you bring me on here. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you do you the, yo, niggas be killing me when they say that shit. That's the funny. Do your googles, my nigga. Do your googles, my nigga. Nah, but you know, I just resonate with her because. She really came from nothing, I feel like. And mm-hmm. now she out here like one of the biggest stars in the whole entire... Not, yeah. I don't know if she's been international, but... She's been overseas, yes. but yeah, yeah, you know. She's I, I out get what you're here saying, doing yeah, her yeah. motherfucking thing. Yeah. Thing. So, <laughs> how do y'all feel about Cardi B's success? Listen, I am a fan now. Um... 
I stopped watching Love and Hip Hop a long time ago. I don't really support Facts. Ratchet TV. Facts. Um, but not just That's me. I don't. Pleasure. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't knock it. Whatever. But so I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't know her story. Whatever. Whatever. Heard a couple of people talking about it. All I know is the very first time I remember, I was at work, and everybody been talking about this Bodak Yellow, Bodak Yellow, Bodak Yellow. I'm like, let me see what this shit is about. And I threw that shit on. I was I was on my lunch break. I threw that shit on like, yo, this shit is hard. <laughs> and literally from that moment, I was like, okay, like this, cause this shit is legit. And I've watched her, I've just watched her like come up and I'm rooting for her. Like I want her to win. I definitely always like the underdog and I like her because she's unapologetically her. And I like anybody who disrupts shit. Like right. she's disrupting the way that things work in the a normal way. Yeah. yeah. I, cause the, what, what is tradition? Like I, that's what I mean. Be empowered to do your own shit. Like, she's her. Right. She not apologizing for how she talked, how she looked. She said, yeah, I got my ass. I got my teeth. Shit wasn't cheap. Like, she telling you what it is. Like, yeah, I used to strip. You already know. I don't care. Right. Like, but we out here. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. And she's winning. Now right. she got Bruno Mars on the team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. And you know what I said on Twitter? And I want y'all to write this shit the fuck down. <laughs> Since Bruno Mars... Not saying he co-signed her, but since he got her on the fucking record, you know who about to be up next? Who? Beyonce. On the co-sign? Like, With Cardi like, B. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you know they It's had, happening. Uh, they met at whatever show it's that she had. It's fucking happening. Yeah. Before the year is up or early next year, it's fucking happening. Since Bruno cool. Mars... I'm with it. You know, you know Bruno yeah. Mars and Beyonce on the same type mm-hmm. of shit, mm-hmm. so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, he sees something in her... Now I'm a, you know, but, and I feel like people are like, you know, trying to put Nikki and Cardi against each other, but Beyonce don't it's give over. a fuck. And this, I think it's over for, what, it's the Cardi not, B and Nikki beef? It's not over because people going to continue to do it, but, but I But there's think, no real beef though. Yeah, people are making like, the shit up. it's too much, like, leave it alone, like, Nikki's yeah. trash right now, she's losing, she feels the pressure, and nobody, yeah, like, definitely. don't get me, don't Look, get me Nikki, wrong, don't get me Nikki's about to have a baby, she ain't worried about nothing. Excuse me. No. Because she she already <laughs> she she tweeted or something said, "Do y'all want the album or y'all want a baby? Y'all niggas can't get both." I already, really? I already what? yeah yeah. I she, must she, have missed that. Yeah, shit. She, she either tweeted it or it went on 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 Instagram. On Instagram, one of them she said, "Y'all y'all want an album or you or you want a baby? You're not gonna get both." And I already felt a long time ago that that's what she was moving towards because what? first off Ooh. she hadn't you know put out any like none of her own. Projects. She's been doing features for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like it, it's time for somebody else to move in. I, I mean, the women are actually coming out. O, OG Nile, she's she's coming I out like there. Niley. I like Nile. Um, Remy Ma. She ain't making no noise. No, she just literally just started about two. No, she. No, I'm not mad. Like I get it. Like I'm not saying like she a bad. I never listened to any of her shit. But it's like. What like what are you doing? To I'm gonna tell you. Well, look, Nia Lee is, is is making noise now. So Nia Lee from being on Love and Hip Hop, you know, if she was doing her music, but then she didn't, you know, have like a huge following. Mm-hmm. But now she's on a more a more positive level, which has helped create like really mold her brand. She just dropped the project and she had a release party or something like that. What I saw on Instagram, I follow her Instagram. Mm-hmm. What, what's up, Nia Lee? My thing is, is that I'm all about like you say positivity, mm-hmm. to positivity and empowerment, especially women empowerment. And mm-hmm. one thing about her, like when she gets up in the morning on Instagram, she's like, "What's up, sis? Wake up, sis. Mm-hmm. Get to your money, sis." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she went from being a sort of 
you know, underdogs to mm-hmm. actually coming out saying, you know, it's not easy. It's going to be But she was fighting. Do it. But when it comes to, yeah, to Cardi B. Fighting literally. I, I remember seeing Nia Lynn. A lot of the New York <laughs> chicks, they still fighting. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, what's her name? Bianca on Love & Hip Hop now. Uh-huh. Uh, the dark skin one that oh please not oh please you talking um, about chicken noodle soup yeah well, nobody oh, nobody right? really young B her name yeah, is she, she go by she Bianca is. now yeah. uh, but I still watch Love and Hip Hop but um my homeboy um he played a a recent song from her and it was good yeah. I, I heard that but she just dropped her shit her acting a fool in Love and Hip Hop is overshadowing her music so and that's that's why Cardi B left. Because Cardi exactly, B, Car- but I, Cardi B wasn't acting crazy on that. I think Cardi B had that fight because she felt like she needed to in order to create some some buzz and the fact that they fight on Love and Hip Hop. But she right. didn't even, I feel like she need, she needed the show to begin with because she was already doing her thing. Right. But Cardi B, what Cardi B has done besides coming out of the the, the club and then growing up in the Bronx and leaving home at a certain age after her own. She knew how to cultivate fashion and rap music in order to get what she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people understand that. She got a good team behind and her, And Migos did the exact same thing. You got to understand that people want you to walk a red carpet. And they want you to be in magazines. So you got a good-ass stylist, a bomb-ass stylist. Mm-hmm. And you got people that's yeah, doing she all stuff. Yeah, she stepped her shit all the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, but she knew that, though. She knew it for a fact. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? She knew. She said, okay, I, need to, I want to get in this fashion shit because mm-hmm. I want to be dressed a certain way. And then if I'm dressed a certain way, my red carpet shit is going to be fly as fuck. Right. And niggas so, going to be talking about what type she, of dress she got on. But. What I, type of earrings she got I have on. A, I, have, I do have one issue. Because I, I like the shit out of Cardi B. Like, I like her. My mom likes her. Like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. But mm-hmm. my mom is. She's she about to be 65. She likes you, Cardi. <laughs> my, thing, my thing with Cardi is that I feel that she is complaining too early about. The, the, end, the industry. Yeah. One thing about it is that you complain in silence. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Every everybody has has a complaint or has something to say about whatever, but it's not to let everybody know mm-hmm. because it's it's kind of like a secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a secret. But the people that are around you who are in your circle or the people that Should rap, yeah, they know mm-hmm. about it. They they go through this. So mm-hmm. if you if you right. want to, uh, it's it's cool to be real, let everybody know like all these yeah. different things. But the thing is, is that even though you say, man, I'm tired of people bothering me this and bothering me that, it's not going to stop it. Yeah, she so, don't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would always say this should sound like real soft and cheesy, but like. Protect your heart. So what I mean is, like, the transparency that Cardi B is giving right now, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, it's a little bit too transparent. Like, you doing a little bit, you giving us a little bit too much information. Like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't show your entire hand because we already live in a society now where everybody, Michael, manages and judges every little thing that you do. You can't exactly. so give your weakness. You give it. everything away. You just open yourself up to all sorts of criticism. Yeah. And you already typed to clap back. So yeah. you can't clap at everybody. And the fact that you can't clap at everybody is going to drive you crazy. It's just a spiral effect, domino effect. So I think that she does need to learn how to compartmentalize better like and have a better filter. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, like I mean, I'm definitely rooting for Cardi, though. I'll give her... Two to three more years, and I feel like she'll be ready to pop that baby out and won't do music anymore. I say, Cardi, invest your money and just live off that in the next two, three years. But you yeah, have she a probably she is. has a great. She's definitely having a baby. I, uh, yeah, she's having a baby. I don't I want it to happen. They're I breaking up. No, mm. Cardi, you guys are not breaking up. Stay together, Austin. No, I'm not saying like I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing, but I think that them being engaged is so. a publicity stunt. I don't think so. I do because I so. she's with Atlantic. If you know anything about the label Atlantic, like they. 
first of all, they grab like reality stars. Like they grab the hot, the what's now. But what's she, in. I don't feel like I don't feel like she's what's hot, what's now though. No, but she because, she turned because, into that awful boy. Yeah, yellow. because I, I feel I feel, no because see, I've been following Cardi for a long for a long time, and mm. when she was talking about music before she even came out with any music, and before Call the Lit came out. And like I, I, I downloaded Gangsta Bitch Music Volume One. Yeah, and, me too. And each song, I don't know if you like you said you said you had it. So each song was different. Her flow changed on each song. Mm-hmm. On each song, it, it yeah, was she different. tried something. To, yeah, each each mm-hmm. song, and even when she was talking about you know one, one thing that's good about her, she talked about violence, like abuse in a relationship or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like each song was just totally different, which showed her creativity as an artist. And they said she can't talk, she can't speak, blah blah blah, whatever. She made great music. Gangsta Bitch Music uh, Volume Two was a good one too. I ain't like it. I thought it was cool. I don't. I don't know if it was better than one. I think one is her. I, best, I think one was, a, was the best one. Yeah. But you know, I feel like I feel like she can go farther than she wants to go if she could just stop showing everybody her whole hand. Like mm. stop telling your weaknesses because of course we know they use it against yeah. you. Yeah. We we, exactly. we know that you don't like nobody doing all this stuff. Like mm. you know, you just saw the Instagram post. She was in in the, in the crowd and, and giving her hands down into the crowd, and then somebody held her shit too long. And she was like, "All right, damn." Yeah. And then when somebody was trying to take a picture, they was tapping her like they trying to take a picture, and she like, was like, "Damn, right, damn. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, of course. You know, it's just, I feel that though. That. Fuck that. Like, get the fuck yeah, over Yeah, yeah. Like, the, you, you, you're in my personal space. But mm. it's like, man, look, you, you got to do that. But at the same time, man, just have respect and dignity and understand that this is the life that you choose. Right. You choose to be a superstar. And of course, people need to respect your privacy. But now you're a celebrity. Celebrities come with that. They're going to they're gonna be all up on your kids one day, all in your mm. kids' face. You know do what's you interesting? Think, um, I, well, this is one last thing. But okay. uh, you were saying that. And it, it brought me to um, this line that Andre 3000 said. And he said, why do we try so hard to be stars just to dodge comments? You know what I'm saying? And that shit was deep to me because it's like you want the success. You want to be the man or the woman or the, the person. Like you want to be on top. And then when you get it, you realize this shit. Sh- it comes with too much bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like it comes with way too much bullshit. Now I want to be in the cut. Yeah. Three Stacks is a brilliant mind, but he's... People looking at him like he weird and he crazy. And maybe he is a little weird. I, I wouldn't say crazy, but he's, he's very like, different. He just has his yeah. own, his own style, his own but brand. I'm just saying, like, you don't want all of the shits <laughs> because you realize that ain't. J Cole is another example. Like he tells you his whole journey. I'm a super big J Cole fan. Like he tells you, like I was trying in the beginning to have the number one record, to have the single. I was the first artist signed to Rock Nation. That's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to do that. I, so I bought the chains and I did all of this shit and I'm like, yo, it ain't even worth it. Right. I'm going to do it my way. And then he does it his way and has a Take platinum home. album with yeah. no features on it. You know what I'm saying? So it takes a while for you to understand it. But see, I think what artists need to do is pay attention to the examples before you. Mm-hmm. I'm a student of the game. So I've watched all kind of things happen to all of these artists. And I'm like, okay, this person made that mistake. They did that. They did that. This is how it played out. Let me do this differently. I think even for Cardi B's sake, like she should pay attention to some of the examples that are before us because there's many examples on what not to do because if you do this this is where you're going to end up because mm-hmm. 80 people done did it and 80 people done ended up in the same place so evidence suggests you know and I'm saying it's going to be the same shit right. so I think that's really more of the responsibility of her and anybody coming after her along with her like just coming up now pay attention to all of the examples before you and learn from that and be better than that that's mm-hmm. it your parents want you to be better than you. You have kids. You want your kids to be better than you. Mm-hmm. That's right. it. And that's um that's also a good point you make because I was um one of the things that Quincy talked about in the interview was people are chasing fame 
instead of chasing, not chasing, but doing what you love. Mm. And I think that's another thing, like, with people in the world now. It's like, everybody want to be famous. But it's like, you're not doing it for the love of it, or the love of music, the love of acting, or the love of whatever mm. it is you want to do try, to try to get money. Some people are only chasing a dollar. And it's like, I get it, but at the same time, he mm. was saying, like, if you chase the money... Your shit is not going to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like you got to find a balance. And I think that's what I'm trying. Because I, I really, not saying like I want to be famous, but it's like I want my shit to be heard mm -hmm. before me being like on TV and whatever the case, whatever guy has planned for me, whatever. But like, I just want my shit to be heard. Let me ask you why. Why you want your shit to be heard? Because I feel like it's people out there that don't have a voice and that are scared to, you know, be honest or live their truth or be vulnerable. And it's like, that's one of the things that I struggle with is being vulnerable. So it's like, if I could do it, you could do it. Whether you do it on a podcast, you do it in your blog, you do it with your friends, you do it with your family. Like, I want people to see, like, it's possible for you to grow whatever, however you decide to do it. It's possible and for you to learn from it because I learn from this shit every fucking week. Mm -hmm. Doing, studying, putting my shit out there, you know, getting feedback from people, whatever the case is. It's like, it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but you have to be willing to go through the fucking storm. You gotta go through the get, process. To get to the fucking rainbow. I forgot who said it. I would just, I watch a lot of interviews because I'm inspired by just interviews. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, I was <laughs> watching something. About that shit all day. I was watching something, and somebody said they gave the analogy: you can't put, you can't cook a steak in the microwave. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that analogy was you have to allow the process of that steak to actually cook thoroughly. Yeah, yeah it may be crispy on the outside, but the middle was trash, and you eating some bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I'm you know? so hungry. <laughs> now I want to thank you. Now I, I want a steak. So let me let me switch it up. You can't have a baby in four months. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you have I mean, to you go can, through the yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to go through the process. Away. I don't want that. And, and <laughs> I know that's that's people it. do it. It happens. Life happens. You have to go through the process. Is the point? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You have to allow it, and you gotta fall in love with the process too. Like right. don't shy away from the process because that's your story. Um, J Cole he said it's beauty in the struggle. Don't right. be sleeping on your level. Okay, that's fly. I like that. So, uh, guys, just to let you guys know, our lights dimmed on us, like, really quickly. Got a little sexy in here. Wait a minute. It's two girls and one guy. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Turn the lights back on. But, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I think Cardi B is doing good. I think Quincy Jones doesn't have a good point. Quincy um, Jones is wild enough. We ain't get to the real shit. The mm -hmm. real shit is Quincy Jones came out and divulged some information that ain't nobody asking about. He said, "Oh about, yeah, this is what I heard." That's he what said saying. about Marlon Brando. Do you know who Marlon Brando is? I don't. Marlon Brando is the guy who played The Godfather. Have you ever seen The Godfather? I have. Okay, so you understand. Marlon Brando. He said, "Yeah, Marlon Brando." I've never seen The Godfather. All right, you Are trash. you kidding me? No, you trash. No, no, let her be trash by you, herself. Where have you been about. all of your life? No, let her be trash by herself. Who raised you? Do not invite her. She needs to be trash. But the thing is, by like, invite her. My mom. Spike Lee movies in our house. Oh, no, he, yeah, I Black Power. Father. Shout out to Mom Dukes. Salute, Ma. I apologize. She made me watch right. one of the movies she made. Right real quick, one of the movies she made me watch was Get on the Bus. Like, I had to watch that fucking movie. And I was pissed. That I was fucking pissed. You saw that movie? Yes, but that's she funny. She made as hell, me watch it. Like, it was a requirement, <laughs> nigga. Like, she was like, 
like, no, you are going to watch this fucking movie and you're going to learn something today. today. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, that's funny as that's hell. That's the type of house. You never seen it? Nah, that's wild oh, funny. I may have seen it and I love that thing. I'm gonna do the same shit with my kids. On some black shit, I yeah. love it. But on some kid shit, when it came out and being forced to, it's mad funny. I don't know if I was a kid. I was probably like a preteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I definitely remember it. You gonna yeah. work. Right. My mother was not playing around, but go ahead, sorry. Um, I don't even know where I was going. I have no what? idea. Oh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. So, he played Godfather. This nigga said, yeah, Marlon Brando, he's a charming motherfucker. One of the most charming motherfuckers I've ever seen. Shit, he fuck anything. He fuck everybody. He fucking mailbox if you had it in front of him. Shit, he fuck Richard Pryor, Marvin Gaye, James Baldwin. Whoa. So Marlon Brando is white. Marlon Brando. Italian. Italian, but you know. Italian. Okay. <laughs> they were all Italian. I believe it, and yeah. it's not. And some people are like, you know, no, they, they're the, gay. And the, and the industry was like very, <laughs> very polluted. You know, and, and that's why everybody's coming out now saying, "Oh, he touched me, or he assaulted me, or this, that, the third. It's like, well. Now it was a fucked up industry. I was going to. It's like, yeah, so it's, it's kind of just weird. Everybody in Hollywood was like touching somebody, sleep with somebody, touching somebody's daughter. Somebody was having sex to get this role, but didn't get the role. Now, okay, hey, he touched me back then. Mm-hmm. This just went to a whole other conversation. Uh, back to you, Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't want to go that deep on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what I was going to say? I think the reason why, and I said this on Twitter, <laughs> I think the reason why Quincy was just given information that he wasn't asked about is because that nigga about to die soon. Oh, God. And that's no shade. Like that. it's, it's no shade. Not saying, like, I want him to die. I understand. But I know. You don't want to take it to the grave with you. Like, hey, I'm old. I'm going to say what I want. Exactly. Right? That's exactly what he did because he know that, you think okay. Quincy, you think Quincy took, took some of that gay, some of them gay favors himself? I think Quincy took a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, people seem to be so great because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So it's, it's a lot it's, of it's niggas in the industry is gay. It's, sad, it's yeah. sad to say, but it's kind of like when, when somebody from the hood passes away due, due to a tragic situation, it's always, oh, this person is an angel, but he wasn't an angel to the people that knocked him off the map. Sorry for saying it that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's such an angel. Oh. But then, to the other people, no, you don't know what that man did in, mm-hmm. in his in his quiet time. So of course, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna say Quincy Jones is this, he was that. I don't. They gonna forget about this interview when but, he asked. I promise. But yeah, the thing is that you don't want to take those things to the grave with you, and you want to let everything be known now. But hey, look, it's what it is, Quincy. Do you think, kid? Right. <laughs> it is what it is, but I'm gonna tell you, like, it's it's. I don't think it's fair. It's like, well, it's not fair because everybody he he talked about is dead. Michael Jackson. <gasps> Oh my gosh, you are so right, Quincy. Everybody talking about is dead now. So what is your point, Quincy Jones? Come on, QJ. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was a real point. He probably like, fuck it. I got all these goddamn secrets. He probably Dang. sick. I don't know. But he then, probably, don't, he's doing a documentary in the on Netflix. Um, yeah, on. he's doing a documentary. So I feel like this is like about to be the. What's the big shebang, not the big shebang, but, but it's like, nigga. Don't tell tales about a dead man. Like, come on, it's dead about man, to go down. Dead woman, like, Look, don't, don't. He don't give a damn. And he shouldn't. He's eighty four. Right. At the end of the day, I just think that um, for me, Richard. Pro- First of all, Marvin Gaye is my favorite R and B singer of all time. Marvin Gaye is the coolest motherfucker to ever walk planet Earth is in the R and B world, as far as I'm concerned. Besides me. Uh, nah, he's, he's, he's dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nah, Marvin Gaye is just like, so it's like, damn, Marvin. I was on my podcast. Shout out to the whole squad on my podcast, The Life As I See It podcast. But like, we were talking about this too. 
And uh, my homegirl, she was like, yeah. Um, she was like, well, it's not a surprise because everybody was a little swirly back then. <laughs> I'm Man. like, swirly is Niggas mad Niggas was doing though. drugs. Mad drugs. So... I don't. I don't put it past any. I can't put it past them either. It's just. It's just like damn, Marvin. I mean, what do y'all yeah. think was happening? Yeah. I know your last name is Gay, but that was like the whole deflective shit. Like, yeah, my last name is Gay, but I get mad bros. Like, right. I get mad. I was bro. like, damn. Yeah. Uh, right. Marv? Sexual healing? Come on, cuz. Okay. <laughs> that was the jam. Okay, so. I really didn't, I wanted to talk about more R&B stuff, but we kind of like, you know, run out of time. But anyway, since we're on the whole subject of people, you know, the industry and all this other shit, uh, people getting raped or whatever, sexual assault. Oh, oh gosh. Wow. No shit. I'm not trying to be like. Welcome to the dark hour on Z's podcast. <laughs> so we're going to no, take. We're gonna take Spencer's. a shot, right? <laughs> we're, we're gonna take a shot right now because we don't know where Z is going, okay? No, 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 no. It's not, it's not, I feel like it's not bad. So I saw this on Twitter. No, we're the basically, <laughs> <laughs> it was a picture of this card, right? Card? A card, C R A D. Uh-huh. So the card was like a consent card. About having sex. <laughs> Did y'all hear me slam that cup down ready for my shot? So basically <laughs> what was on the card was... I'm about to pull it up right now because I wrote it down. So the card had on there... Are you 18 plus? Are you drunk or are you high? Um, do you have an STD? Um, basically... Are you agreeing to have sex with me? I feel like this, these are some some very valid questions. First off, are you over eighteen? Like R. Kelly said. Second off, I don't think R. Kelly said. Well, that. maybe he problem. never said that. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, are you over eighteen? Which R. Kelly should have said. Okay. Second okay, of all, that's uh, the whole that's the very, whole issue. Right. Very, <laughs> very valid question. Do you have these three letters S T D? We can't move on unless those first two questions are answered, first of all, motherfucker. And that doesn't mean that people don't lie about that shit. But basically, it was like a very small card, something that's like a business card that you could just pop now, in Now, who made this card? Who, who? I don't know. This I just is, saw it on person. Twitter. Okay. I don't know if it's real. It could be fake, Photoshop. I don't fucking know. But, um, so, you answer... It's more questions. I didn't write all of them down. But basically, you answer these questions, and then the man and the woman, woman and the woman, man and the man, you sign the card. Would you do that? Okay, wait. So you sign this card with the answers and send it back to the person? No. So basically, you don't send it back. So it's like, say, for example, me and Jers are going on a date and we want to have sex. So basically, we're both signing consent saying like, okay, we both said yes to having sex. Okay. Right. Would you sign a card like that or is like... Well, let me ask one more part of the thing. So we <laughs> Some both... weird shit. We both consent, right? Okay, boom. So now what? It's basically a- you're protecting yourself. So it's like if... Later on. You know, if shit don't go the way you wanted it to go, the girl or the guy can't say, oh, well, so-and-so raped me. <sighs> I, I that that's kind of cool to me, you know. I feel like that. You, you know what? I feel like in the future there are they are going to put chips in our JJs and on our on you guys's uh, shelves. Shell and let it be known, like your body, your body count. You know, if you got something a light turn on and say, "Babe, you have," yeah, like, you, know, you know what I mean. Like I feel that's like, a know, good idea, but I feel like, I like, like, like that's, I feel like that's I the future. Do not approve this that, that's what the future yeah. is going to be. You have to, to you get though. it, but I feel like that's actually a good thing because if you think about 
I guess going back to what we were talking about as far as Cardi B's success and other people's success offset, he had a little altercation with somebody. Allegedly, mm-hmm. you gotta say allegedly nowadays. Mm-hmm. Allegedly had a little uh, run in with another woman. And it's like, okay, well, why not have this consent form that says, okay, well, I'm pretty sure, I think Drake probably has one too. The like, NDA. Yeah, like if, if, if we have sex. Well, the NDA then, is. It's like basically you ain't telling nobody. Yeah, yeah. like you, you ain't going to the media. But it already yeah. happened. That, you that you point. can't do anything. But even if you go out and, and say something, you can't get any payment for it. But in, in regular lifestyle, I think that'd be cool because I mean, if if we sign this consent on this day, what's today's day? On the 18th, and I'm pregnant in the next six months, not six months, in the next six weeks or something like that. Oh, he's the baby's father because I had sex with him on this day, or you know, vice versa. You know, even if you do have sex with two different, three different men or women in the same day, at least you have a possibility to narrow it down. Go to the Maury show. It was three, right, three, 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 three people. <laughs> Maury, I got your back. Okay. <laughs> Sign the consent, Maury. Have tell your women to sign the consent because they come on there. I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure, and they're not sure they fall on the ground, on the stomach, roll around, they ain't old baby. My thing is never sure. My thing is this: like, I get it, and in theory, it's a good idea. But the moral of the story is: stop dealing with fucking weirdos. Now, wait a minute. Stop stop dealing with fuck boys and fuck bitches. But, but niggas funny. always don't present themselves to be weird. And that's very, very true, and vice versa. So you have a valid point there. However, then stop being so fucking fast. <laughs> How about that? I mean, it don't fucking matter if I wait three weeks, if I wait the same day, two um, hours. It at the end of the day, matter. I think it's excessive, and I, I'm not doing it. I, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it, per se, because I don't really have anything to hide. I think it's good intention. It's good intentions, but it's too much. Like, right. yo, this is like, yo, I'm not. See, that's something that I'm Man. not willing to like, sh- like, like change on, if you will, for the new school. <gasps> know what that sounds like? Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm not into he, it. He made her sign a he, well in the book. I can't remember the movie. He made her sign a consent. You slapping but, them around and all well, kind of yeah, shit. She, she, cons- she signed a consent to. Basically, be a goddamn yeah. sexually. Yeah, well, my that's thing is that, different. Look, yeah. I'm not signing like, consent to get boxed. If, like, if, if, if right. me and a guy, or you and a girl, you and a guy, like we're, we're in the mood of going to the next level or whatnot, and he whips out. Um, can you hear, the, you, you hear the paper wrestling? Sign this consent. The romance is gone. The, the the tingling is gone. I don't want anything else. Uh, Walk me back to my car, sir, please. I'm ready to go. I mean, if we like each other and I get it, like... The vibe. It's, it's all about the vibe. Yeah, yeah. look. While I'm trying to listen Feel the rhythm. Feel the vibe. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. Look, oh, while I'm signing this consent, you better rub my damn thigh, making sure I'm still in the mood of signing this shit. That's what you better be doing. Otherwise, I'm out the freaking door. Damn but it. I feel like if I like you, um, I mean, I don't know if I would sign a consent form because, like, I don't get rapey. Like, I've never experienced rape. Well, niggas do sex- have sexually assaulted me, like, grab my ass and shit, like, at the club mm. and shit, whatever. But when it comes to... Yeah. yeah, when it comes to... Um, like, actually having sex with somebody, I've never gotten rapey vibes. So, yeah. it's like, hopefully I don't ever run into somebody with those, ty- th- with those type of vibes. Here's something that's, like, really serious. I don't play with no either. One you know, thing that's... Like, yeah. Like, I gotta stop. And then you'd be like, like, yo, exactly. Like, yo. But you, you know what's, what's actually really serious is that I can't think of the percentage right now, even though I should have looked it up on my phone right now. But there is a high percentage of women who've gotten raped by their friend. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when it regular life, college life, you get raped by a friend and it's somebody that's like really close to you, you never know. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could be yeah, you trust your brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it, and, and sorry that the incest gets, but some it's mm-hmm. like even even women too, you know. That's a real fucking guys. talk. But mm-hmm. it's, there's a high percentage of women that are actually raped by someone they call their friend who they mm-hmm. would never expect. And you can say that you haven't gotten a vibe from them, you won't get it because they're in silence. Waiting on something to happen to where they can take that from you. I couldn't imagine, like, and I'm, I, I, you know, it's a touchy subject because, especially as a man, I'm like, I have like somewhat of an aggressive personality in general, so like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be like aggressive insensitive to yeah. victims or somebody who's who's gone through that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I don't condone that. Any dis- decent human being would never think and feel like that's okay. So it is a touchy situation, a touchy subject. Um... I don't know. I think it's subjective, though. I think it's every individual situation. If you feel like you absolutely have to do this to protect some shit, then maybe you should second guess it. And maybe you should, like, like have more self-control over your temptation of having sex with this person. Because at the end of the day, if you feel like you got to go through all of that mm-hmm. with this person, it's probably not the best idea. I've never felt like that at any... Like, my thing is this. Like, any time... Like, I've ever felt like, you know, somebody's just, like, throwing it at me, like, like just crazy. I'm good. I'm cool. I don't... Well, imagine who it's, was throwing it at. Ugh. But it's just... It it just don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? It feels too... It's flattering. Thank you. But mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, relax. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's too much. Yeah. But women... I feel like women like that are also suspect because it's like... What do you Women want are very, very vindictive and vicious. Who sent so, you? Yeah, so it's yeah, like I don't trust them. Why I'm sorry. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, why are you doing all this? So it's like they want to get you in a vulnerable place. So one, you could get robbed, or they could fucking kill you, or whatever. Yeah, I'm too smart is. for that. Yeah. Sorry again. <laughs> so on another note, while we're on this subject, maybe so we're watching too many movies. If there is someone out there that is listening right now that has been a victim of sexual assault or rape by a friend or anyone you may know, you can call the National Sexual Assault Hotline at one eight hundred six five six. Four six seven three. That is one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. And if you have been a victim, get help. You're not alone. So, yes, Amen. we're here for you. Say that exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna come clean. Y'all can continue doing what y'all got to do, but this whole bathroom break has to happen for me right now. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. As well, when you come back, on. we could do the outro for the love instead of doing it for the fame mm-hmm. um and if you are about to die please tell all your secrets you so we can get that food so we can right? get some good thank, thank you that thank you please, for that tea. let us have our <gasps> moments before you pass so make sure you are living your truth and your best entire life before you <laughs> Before you pass, okay, nigga? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yo, those are some of the best closing thoughts I've what? ever heard. I have, these are the best. Seriously. That's, that's awesome. Oh, my God. That was funny. Don't you just love her? All right. So, um, let everybody know how they can find out on social media. Well, um, hey, guys. Again, Kia Renee here closing out with the beautiful Z. I am underscore I am Kia Renee on Instagram. 
You can follow me on there. Um, Snapchat. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We started off with Snapchat. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I, I ain't really much you. Like, if you want to find me, find me on Instagram. If you want to do work or whatever it is, go ahead and hit up. Well, no. You can DM me because I took my... Um, look, I, I shut up. Don't slide my DMs like you motherfucking Jeff Shelley and shit. Um, yeah. Send, send me a message and uh, let's get to work. And don't be nasty. Be great people. Right. Don't be great be people. Have a great life. Be positive and uh, take out all the negativity in your life, whether it's your mother, your your father, your boyfriend, your cousin, your best friend. If they're negative and every time you say something good, they got something bad to say, get them the fuck out of your life. Have a good night. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, y'all can follow me everywhere at uh, Life As I See It. That's as with a Z. So Life As I See It, all one word. On Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, everywhere. Life as I see it, everything. Google me, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> you bought it back Get your Googles. Get your Googles. Right. Okay, so again, I'm your host, Zakia, and you can follow me at, um, what is it, Twitter, Instagram, I'm 5 foot 2. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, on Instagram at Facts of Life Podcast, on Twitter at Facts of Life Pod. Um, and then we are also on Facebook, Facts of Life. Um, you can request to be added to the group. Or you can just like my page on Facebook. Um, but yeah, thank you guys again for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. We out here trying to make money moves. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Drop a like.